Hello, gals and guys. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on acceptance. Let's do this. Welcome to this short show, uh, Your Motivational High Five. A couple episodes back, I announced the launch of the Internal Motivators Online Community. It is a private Facebook group, and a lot of podcasts seem to be doing this. It is working really well, I feel like. It has been live for not very long, but there has already been good conversation and good connections being made. People are receiving encouragement. People are being honest with their struggles, and other people are stepping up to help provide some motivation. And then those same people who are providing the motivation are being honest with their struggles and saying what they need. And it's, it's really kind of an awesome, vulnerable, raw community. If this is something that sounds appealing to you, join us. It's easy to get to. All you have to go to is internalmotivators.com and it'll route you to the Facebook group. And it is a private group, so everything on there is pretty secure. And I got to meet some great people on there. And one of them is Tim Pangburn. And this is the first time Tim has reached out to me, but I guess he's been listening to the show for over a year. Tim is an artist and business owner who runs one of the most prominent tattoo studios in Philadelphia. His work has won numerous awards, been featured on international publications, and he even starred for a few years on the TLC show America's Worst Tattoos, where people come in and they bring their worst tattoos to get covered up with something more beautiful, and Tim helps them out with that. He's a husband and father of four and always finds time for his family between work, creating art, documenting video, and blogging. His website, timpangburn.com. Also on Twitter and Instagram where you can see his awesome art at Tim Pangburn and on Facebook at Tim Pangburn Art. All these links are on the show notes. I asked him to add his voice to the podcast before I checked out his presence. And Tim really has quite a following. So welcome to Tim's fans. And I hope you're able to see what I see on internalmotivators.com, his soft, tender, honest, vulnerable parts of him. And here is Tim. My name is Tim Pangburn. I'm a father, a husband, an artist, and I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've struggled with depression, anxiety, and substance abuse problems for 20 years, the better part of my life. When I was young, I was always seeking a way to get away from the sadness and the, and the tension that I always experienced. I could never pinpoint why I was sad or why I was having anxiety, but it was always there. Didn't seem like anything I did really relieved it. And unfortunately, I chose to run to a bottle. People told me it would make me feel better. I had good days. I had bad days. I would go for stretches where everything was fine and I would feel okay. But then I would feel that depression creep in and I wouldn't know how to handle it. Our emotions can be tricky like that. Sometimes when we start feeling certain things, we don't understand them. And there's nothing we can do to make ourselves understand them. We just feel it. We don't know why we feel it. We don't know where it's coming from. But that feeling is so strong in us that it takes us over and starts to run our lives. Now, if you know anybody who's an artist, you will know that we are all incredibly tough on ourselves. We're our own worst critics. So everything I would do, I'm overanalyzing it, picking it apart, trying to find the flaws in it. And this is what I would do with myself all the time, constantly analyzing my behavior and my actions and picking it apart and saying why I'm not perfect and why I didn't do this right. I tried to get sober three or four times before it finally stuck. And the last time when I finally did get clean, it was then that I finally realized that I had to accept everything 
just the way it was. I didn't realize that I was fighting against the natural order of my life. I was fighting against things that I had no control over. And the truth is, there's a lot in life you can't control. Everything outside of your own mind is out of your control. Yeah, you can affect things here and there, and you can, you're in control of whether what store you go to, but you are not in control of the actions of other people, and you're not in control of some of the greater circumstances and accidents, natural disasters, and things like that. There's nothing you can do about that. When I got sober, I realized that I had to accept the way that other people acted. It wasn't mine to change. And I had to accept that I was an imperfect person, that I have flaws and shortcomings. These were some of the hardest things I've ever had to face. But it was once I learned how to accept life as it was and the people around me and accept myself that I was finally able to find some level of peace and really stop and look and listen and learn from what's going on around me. I can't control my emotions all the time. Nobody really can. You have to accept your state of mind. It's when I learned that I could accept how I felt, that I could move past how I felt, and it didn't have to control me anymore. Instead of fighting the way I felt, instead I would recognize the way I felt and let it pass. Sometimes if we stop putting up a fight, that's when true clarity comes. I think that's what I've learned. I learned it in sobriety. It was the only way for me to learn it, but that's not the only way to learn it. Everybody has their own path, but no matter who you are, an acceptance of your situation and an acceptance of the way life is will set you free. Tim gives an honest reflection of true acceptance. True acceptance being allowing things to be the way they are without trying to fight against things we have no control over. This is hard to do. You know, one of the things that has caused me a lot of frustration over the years as a perfectionist is that if someone is not doing something the way that I would do it, I would say, oh, they're doing it wrong. Or they're ungrateful or they're totally missing the blessing that this could be. And one of the things that Tim says is I had to accept the way other people acted. It wasn't mine to change. And man, that sums up what this podcast is trying to get at. That we cannot change anything except ourselves. No one else, no other action, even actions of ourselves from the past, we can't do anything about. And yet we live wishing things happened differently. There is wisdom in accepting the now the way that it is. Not to enable bad behaviors, but to become present and answer the question now, who do I want to become? And out of that question, we are able to let some things go and we are able to pick up some new things. This, as I described in episode 53, also on acceptance, is my theme for this year. And my wife and I have had the busiest last three weeks with old things ending and new things beginning. And things are just, they feel up in the air. Well, what can I do about it? I could try to grasp for them. I could try to force them down to the ground and make sense. Or I can just acknowledge them and accept this is reality. And where things fall is where they fall. And as I do that, I am able to let go and accept now. Oftentimes, acknowledgement is acceptance. And so, at the end of each episode, we choose to acknowledge ourselves by accepting the reality that our brains are a mess and wired in sometimes quirky and weird ways that we can't understand. 
and we experience triggers and we get mad. We don't know why we're mad. This is life. But there is hope, as I've described in episode one. From the beginning, that's what this podcast is about, to find hope in the fact that, hey, we can do something about it. We can rewire our brains. Thank goodness that there is a way in which acknowledgement and acceptance and trying on new positive ways of thinking can actually rewire our brain. It's called neuroplasticity. It's pretty cool. Google search that. Neuroplasticity. And so the way we embrace that, the way we accept that, is at the end of every episode, we choose either now or at some point today, we invite in an affirmation while looking at ourselves in reflection in the mirror or the front-facing camera on your phone if you don't have a mirror. And we invite an affirmation. We say this to ourselves in the first person. And so today, will you say this to yourself? Through acceptance, I can recognize what is mine to change and what isn't. Tim found this wonderful growth and acceptance through working on his sobriety, and it has given him a lot of clarity. Maybe there's not an addiction that's overcoming your life, or maybe it's not as clear. Maybe you're looking to please others. Maybe you're looking to find a relationship. What if you were to accept who you are right now in your circumstances, unless they're abusive, of course, and try on this sort of being in the presence to focus only on yourself? And there is this wonderful prayer. And if prayer gives you a bad taste in your mouth, then just call it a saying. It goes like this. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And all these sayings and prayers and recovery programs, they sound nice, but it won't do anything to change you. You've got to decide that yourself. It starts with you. (laughs) 